Hey, this is Dre at Tattoo Squid Podcast, and you're listening to your next favorite movie podcast with Josh G. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some fava beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of your next favorite movie. I am your host, Josh G. And today I am joined by blogger, slash podcast host, slash team correspondent for Fangoria, which is pretty cool. Please welcome Gory Corey to the show. (laughs) Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So obviously you have a lot that you're doing. So why don't you just take a few (laughs) minutes to talk about it all? Yeah. So my blog, GoryCorey.com, I I talk about horror movies and the social impact of them. A lot of the societal messaging through a lot of subgenres and that kind of thing. And then um, I co-host a podcast with my friend Lena called The Scream Teens. And we talk about sort of our experiences as Gen Z with horror and with the different genres of it, um, subgenres. And as a correspondent for Fangoria, I interview people uh, on their youtube yes awesome so i'm i'm just curious how did you come to be a correspondent with fangoria because that's pretty big big wings yeah there. it was really cool um i started well originally i started messaging or like liking all of phil nobile's posts on twitter and like we would you know go back and forth until we finally became mutuals and he really helped promote my blog which was really really nice of him and he just asked me to be a correspondent one day so it was really cool Wow. So when did when did that start? That started a couple months ago in November. I interviewed the cast of Freaky for uh, we did like a little panel for the release. And that was really amazing. It was so cool. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So that was like after the whole big thing last summer had went down then. And they were. Yes, it was. They were already under Tara's ownership when I uh, became a a correspondent. Tara is amazing. And she is just so sweet and so dedicated. She's just the coolest. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. I like it. Yeah. All right. And we're going back to a classic horror flick from Wes Craven <laughs> back in 1996. And we're going to be talking about Scream. Hello? Do you like scary movies? What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. <laughs> Someone is playing a deadly game. The police are always off track. If they watch Palm Night, they'd save time. Someone who's taken his love of scary movies one step too far. You're not scared, are you? Scream, rated R. All right, so when did you first see this? I first saw Scream in eighth grade. It was like eighth summer of eighth grade and I had originally watched the MTV series Scream and I like loved it so much that I wanted to watch the original um and it just blew me away it was like the greatest thing I'd ever seen <laughs> it's blowing me away that you you were in middle school when the Scream <laughs> TV series came out yeah <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god I feel old. <laughs> oh I can't even remember when that was exactly but it wasn't that long ago I remember my wife I mean, watched it I think I, I think it was 2015, maybe. 
that sounds correct. It was the year Avengers Age of Ultron came out. I remember that. Okay, yeah, I, I, that sounds about right for 2015. So yeah, yeah. I think you got that. All right. I mean, I was late to the party on Scream for some reason. I should have seen it in like 96 when it came <laughs> out, but I didn't. I don't know why, but by the time I saw it, I was kind of blown away by it. So for anyone who hasn't seen it, tell everyone what Scream is about. So Scream is about a high schooler named Sydney Prescott, and she's kind of going through this. She's trying to deal with her mother's death. Her mother was brutally murdered a year ago when the movie starts. And there's a local girl in her high school that gets violently murdered, which brings in this new this newscaster named Gail Weathers comes to town. And Gail Weathers and her have like a lot of beef because Gail Weathers uh, basically s- said that Sydney was like a horrible liar and called her a bunch of names because there was a trial for her mother's murder. And the man that was convicted Gail Weathers believes it was falsely accused and Sydney believed that she saw him leave the house. So now Sydney has to wonder whether or not the killer is actually still out there and she was wrong about him. And there's now an innocent man sitting in jail or not. It's just a new killer. So she gets attacked by someone in her house in a ghost face mask and a sling of murders ensue. And everyone seems to have some kind of a motive. So you have to try to figure out who the killer is. All right. So, Tell us why it is you love Scream so much. <laughs> it's actually the movie that made me like want to make movies. Because when I watched it, I was like, this is exactly what I want to make. So it's just like a perfect balance of horror and comedy and like the teen drama aspects I loved of it. And um, it's just, it's so fun to watch. And it's so smart because it totally understands itself and it knows exactly what it is. And it, I love how it just like picks out every trope of the genre and like literally presents it to the audiences. And so I'm curious from your standpoint, because like when, when this comes out in 96, we haven't really seen anything what they call meta, you know, this yeah. is like brand new in 96. I mean, Wes Craven had dabbled with it with New Nightmare. I don't know if you've seen mm-hmm. New Nightmare or not, but yeah. he dabbled in the meta then. But Scream went full meta and it kind of created a whole new subgenre, if you will. Totally. Yeah. And I, I love that. I think it's, I just think it's so funny and it's so genius and it it makes you appreciate the movie more because you can see how much Wes Craven and like truly appreciates horror and the entire genre itself with all the work that they put into it, all the little subtle things like you they just it felt like a love letter to horror. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it continues it through the sequels. Like, I mean, yeah, absolutely. About, the, I mean, the sequels can, are so good. All of them, too. Like none of them are bad. Well, I mean, we don't go full detail anyway, so let's get into it. What, what, which sequels do you like the most? I, unpopular opinion, really like three the best. I love things that take place in Hollywood, and I think that approach was super cool because it like kind of went back to the film's theme with movie knowledge and like its roots and just making fun of movies. I thought that was perfect. And the fact that Harvey Weinstein produced it and they were able to kind of like bash him in it i mean not by name but like right. they really did take on the me too movement before it was even a thing which was fascinating um Very true. yeah and then the second sequel is what i like to call academic horror because it takes place at a college and it's super fun i love it not to spoil but the killer in that one super it was such a nice little like reference to friday the 13th i loved it yeah i agree <laughs> with that yep you're you're absolutely right. i didn't even think about it in terms of that but you're right that's exactly I mean that's at least how is. I interpreted it. Yeah. No, I loved no, it. now that I think back on it, I think you're exactly right. That makes perfect sense. I just hadn't thought of it because I watched like, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say I watched Scream, Scream Two and Three for this. I didn't get to rewatch four, so it's been a while since I've seen that one. 
four is amazing. I loved four. It was such oh. a nice like rebirth of the franchise. And Emma Roberts was insane in that movie. She was so good. Okay. See, I remember I remember enjoying it when it came out, but I, I'm mad I didn't get to watch it. I was watching three, <laughs> watching three this morning, and it's like yeah. Parker Posey's having a ton of fun. Parker so I Posey that. was so good. Yeah, she I was loved- amazing. The idea of having like them double casted was like so funny, like the real people and the actors. That was just so brilliant. And with Courtney Cox's bangs, I preferred Parker Posey because those bangs were <laughs> driving those bangs me nuts. Were camp, okay, they were something else. I don't know who approved those, but <laughs> I, I think Courtney Cox was big enough to where she didn't need approval at that point, no. and, and she that was her look. That I was think. what she wanted. <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right, so. What do you hope to see with the Scream 5 coming? I guess it's next year at this point. Mm -hmm. I have, okay. I don't know. There are a lot of things. I really hope, this is something that everyone disagrees with me on. I don't think Stu died, and I want to see him come back. Um, I love Matthew Lillard, and that's kind of the biggest reason. Like, I just think his character is the best, and he's got to come back. Or I kind of want to see, like, some kind of killer go back to the roots of like Stu and Billy and just sort of like be obsessed with them because I think that would be super fun something that would be fun but it would make me very upset and it's kind of out of character is to see one of the main three be the killer like Dewey, Gale, or Sydney. I think that would be really cool it's not okay. going to happen but I think it would be cool <laughs> yeah I don't see them doing that either no. but they, no I agree that would that would be fun all right so let's now we're going to erase all those sequels Mm-hmm. And what would you have done if you got to make your own sequel back in? Well, oh, my God. Yeah, I was going to say back in the 90s, like you existed, but of course you did <laughs> not. But Yeah, that would have been interesting. I think I probably, I probably would have taken it to college, too. But I don't think I would have done the same killer. Right. I agree. College I, I was a good, good choice. College go was to. a great choice. That was a really fun fun setting i think for it and it's so isolated that it's perfect i probably would have would have brought back Stu. just i love Stu's character and i think he really makes the first one so much funnier and i probably wouldn't have killed off randy oh okay yeah yeah how about you i don't know i haven't really thought about it that's the good thing about (laughs) my side i don't really have to take these questions into account but i really don't know what i would do i'm not that's why i don't ever put myself in the spotlight (laughs) (laughs) makes sense yeah all right, so now we're getting into, they're doing part five, mm-hmm. so not really going to do this, but if they were to remake this thing and, like, recast Sidney Prescott and recast Randy and Stu and <laughs> Billy from the original, who, who do you think you'd go with? Okay, so I definitely, that was one of my biggest qualms with the original, and this is my big, like, I have a problem with this with all teen movies, is whenever they cast people that aren't teens as teens, I think it's, I understand why they do it, but it it's just so annoying. And there are so many incredible teen actors that they should be casting. So for Sydney, I said Sadie Sink or Storm Reed, I think would be really interesting. Jaden Martell for Billy. He in Defending Jacob was so scary. And like, you could, I t- could totally see him being a murderer. It'd be so good. Um, Kayla McLaughlin or Finn Wolfhard for Stu. I think they would both play it very differently, but I think it would be really interesting. Um, Sky Jackson as Tatum. I think she would rock that. Benjamin Flores Jr. as Randy, I think would be really funny. And then I, I want to see Gemma Chan be Gail Weathers and either Matthew Lewis, Lewis or Joel Fry as Dewey. Okay. All <laughs> right. You came prepared. I love it. Yes, always. <laughs> 
I think about this a lot. Oh, well, there, yeah, I was going to say, it does sound like it was something you'd already thought about, too. Yeah. About the teen aspect, which I completely agree. Horror or any other teen movie, they always cast way too old. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's it's very harmful, actually, because a lot of teens, uh, like, that's the only teen representation we get, so we have to assume that we have to look like that and we have to act like that. And it's like, no, these are 30-year-olds. Like, these are fully adult people. Absolutely. You're absolutely right on that. Yeah. You need to be able to see yourself represented. So I can understand yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there you go. You should, there you go. You could be the new Sydney Prescott. You're perfect age for <laughs> uh, it. That would be, I would be so honored. That would be the greatest thing. Uh, all right. All right. This is what I want you to do. People aren't sold yet. I want you to sell this movie maybe to a non-genre fan. Maybe that'd be the hard oh, sell. Why okay. they should watch this. I'd say it's like, this is what I say. It's the perfect starter into horror because it's not super scary, but it's really funny. And it like has this really nice balance of like all these different genres within it. So it's a really nice, it's just like a movie movie. Like it, it really does love movie making. And you can tell that when you watch it and it is so smart in the way that it presents itself and it does not take itself seriously. It just kind of makes fun of itself. And that's the whole fun of it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I wonder Though, if you're not a genre, which I know I put it out there, but if you're not, you know, you're not getting all the tropes, you know what I mean? You're not going to understand, you're not going to be in on the joke as much anyway. I still think you'd enjoy it, though. Yeah, that's like I watched it with my parents. They didn't understand as much of it as, so I was explaining a lot of it to them, but um, they still really liked it. They just didn't get the full, you know, the full in-depth understanding. Okay, so... This is something I probably should ask at the beginning, but I'm asked now. When did you get into horror? So when I was little, I really loved like cryptids and Scooby Doo and like different kind of like I was really obsessed with like the legend of Sleepy Hollow and like any kind of historical legends or like mysteries I really like. And I of course was obsessed with urban legends like Bloody Mary and that kind of thing. And then when I was and my mom was very obsessed with Halloween, so we would deck like deck our house out for Halloween all the time. And she would take me to like Halloween conventions and stuff. Oh, nice. Um, But it wasn't until I watched the Scream TV series on MTV in eighth grade that I was really like, this is what I want to do. Like, I really want to make horror movies. And I, I was able to, because Scream and its TV series, they take so many tropes and they like flip them on their heads. It really is, I feel like a good education in horror because it really just shows you all these different things. And then once I watched the Scream TV series, it references a bunch of other horror movies. So I went back and watched all of those. Okay, so out of my curiosity, Adam, <laughs> besides Scream, which ones did you really like when you went back and watched them? Oh my gosh. Um, Friday the 13th, I loved. Halloween, I love. Nightmare on Elm Street, I love. The Shining, I originally watched it, and I was like, this is not scary. This is so stupid. But then I rewatched it and like, I watched the documentary on it, Room 237, and now it's like one of my all-time favorites. And after that, I just started watching as much horror as I could find. Oh, awesome. Yeah. All right, well, throw us out some hidden gems just for fun. What what would you – I mean, you do a podcast. You're talking about all kinds of stuff for the <laughs> mainstream audience. Hidden gems is in movies or – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hidden gems, oh, okay. horror-wise. I'd say Starry Eyes, Sugar Hill – the amusement park that was just released incredible it's one of george romero's works and it's just oh yeah 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 yeah. i watched that the other day i watched it last week did you like it yeah yeah the the sound was 
kind of driving me insane mm-hmm. give me a headache but you know <laughs> yeah I would say oh Daniel isn't real is one of my all-time favorite movies I recommend it to everyone Daniel isn't real it's it's just incredible and it was Adam Egypt Mortimer it was only his second movie but it was just insane anything by Spectre Vision I like pretty much so any Spectre Vision movie Cooties is super underrated and Becky um same directors they're incredible yeah <laughs> All right, sounds good. Well, I got to ask you this about Daniel isn't real. Have yeah. you watched Drop Dead Fred? No, it's been on my list for ages. Yeah, well, when when you do, just rewatch Daniel isn't real right after. It's like okay. perfect double. It, they, oh, perfect. I watched Jacob's perfect. Ladder with it and it was a really good double too. Hmm, I didn't think yeah. about doing that one, but Drop Dead Fred, perfect okay. double with Daniel isn't real. I'll Absolutely. do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's going to wrap this one up. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you, find your stuff? Okay, so I'm gorycory.com uh, is my blog. And then at gorycoryhorror on Twitter. I'm on Twitter 24-7, <laughs> literally all the time. Uh, at underscore gorycory underscore on Instagram. And my podcast is The Scream Teens, and it's on anatomyofascream.com. And then you can find any of the panels that I did for Fangoria on their YouTube channel youtube channel all right sounds good as always you can follow the show at ynf movie pod on twitter and instagram available wherever you get your podcast be sure to come back next week because i'll have a new movie and a new guest and who knows that might become your next favorite movie you guys take care i'll talk to you next time